Alongside J-Rod, the original J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez, I'm Chris Mack, and this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Listen to us on your Odyssey app. Uh, watch the show, twitch.tv slash BetQL. An hour from now, Degeneration Bets goes someplace we have not gone before. A <laughs> new and wild final front, hopefully final frontier. In 20 minutes, why they hate us. A new feature may not last, but we'll give it a shot here on BetQL Daily. Again, with with Joe, Aaron, and Ed off, you need to understand, it's increasingly likely this thing is going to go off the rails. In a good way, okay? It's like a roller coaster. Put your hands up. Enjoy the ride. I just looked at myself in the camera. I look like one of those flapping arm things outside a car dealer. Um, (laughs) I was about to say, come on in. We've we've got any car, any color. (laughs) $99.99. 88 month financing. I can do it for you right now. Just sign right there. Um, but it, it, increasingly likely to go off the rails. That that may have something to do with why they hate us. Lightning bets before we wrap everything up. Top of the hour, about 38 minutes from now, we play a rousing edition of Nickel or Dime. So, GTFO or oh yeah. We did this the other day. It's very simple for those of you that may not have heard of it yet. Paul, he's going to read an item. J-Rod and I will say, GTFO with that. Or, oh, yeah, I agree totally wholeheartedly. Um, Once again, your oh, yeahs can range anywhere from, oh, yeah, all the way up to the Randy Macho Man Savage. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a Kool-Aid man somewhere in there on that spectrum as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, But that's how GTFO or oh, yeah works. Paul, lead us off. What do you have for us today, friend? All right, we are football heavy uh, in this edition of GTFO or Oh Yeah, but we will start across the pond, I guess across the pond and then some. Tickets to the Patriots and Colts in Germany sold out in an instant. Um, so GTFO or Oh Yeah, you would make the trip and go to the game and do the whole NFL international experience. Chris, would you? G- G-T-F-O. If I am going overseas for a trip, uh, I, am, I, I, I am going to like, – I'm as patriotic as the next guy. I'll, I'll Lee Greenwood it right here on the air. I'm proud to be an American. But if I'm going over to Europe, I'm not going over to be the ugly American and sit there and eat hot dogs and pound beers and watch football. I want to watch my favorite football team. I'll go down to Heinz Field in this case, or I'll better yet, I'll do it on TV. I have no interest in going halfway around the world to go see my favorite team play. God bless the people that maybe, you know, uh, expatriates who are over there in Europe and want to go see an NFL game. I'd imagine that had a lot to do with the quick sellout, but not for me. I'm not traveling halfway around the world, J-Rod, to watch my favorite team play. Yeah, listen, down in South Florida, the Dolphins, they're going overseas to play the Chiefs, and that's sold out in, in a second. I, 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 to me, GT, GFT, GTFO, what, you know, no, no thank you. And maybe it sounds like I'm the old guy now, but, like, I'll go to a baseball game. Like, you know, MLB just announced the Dodgers and Padres are going to open up the next season in Seoul. I'd go to that in a heartbeat. You know, I'd go to Mexico to watch some baseball games when major league teams play. I'd go to Japan for that. 
I, I think it's the NFL's fault why I don't like going to games. They have made the product so good on television. They've, they've mm-hmm. turned every NFL stadium into a TV studio between the replays and the angles and the analysis, the, the, the development of Red Zone, if you subscribe to those services. I feel like, I feel like I'm FOMO. I'm, I'm fear of missing out if I'm at the game because there's so much else going on. That I, and I'm not going to be the guy watching, watching the game I'm at on his cell phone or on his tablet. So, no, I, I have no desire to go to NFL games anymore. It's, the product is too good at home. Yeah, I'm with you guys all across the board. I think if I lived somewhere else, Chris, like you were saying, and it was like a chance to go to an NFL game, if I lived in right. Germany or whatever, yeah, maybe something like that. If I'm going to another country, I think I'd rather go to their sporting events, like a right. an inner city soccer rivalry or whatever. So I think we're all on the same page there. Even like honestly, like a college game, I think I'd rather go tailgate and then watch yeah. it tailgating and drive home. But we'll Good see. Call. Um, Kyler Murray's goal, well, or get a ride home, depending on certain circumstances. <laughs> but yes. Kyler Murray's goal <laughs> is to be back by the season opener. Cardinals are six-point dogs at Washington, at the Commanders. GTFO or, oh, yeah, Kyler is back, and that would influence how you bet the Cardinals. Uh, Commanders, J-Rod, we'll start with you. G-T-F-O. No, thank you. I want nothing to do with the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, let's Colt McCoy, David Blow, Jeff Driscoll, blow. Clayton blow, blow. Uh We'll say blow in this case. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're <laughs> <More accurate>. terrible. <laughs> they're going to go for the number one pick. Listen, um, I think Kyler, I think he's saying the right thing because you know, he's got tens of millions of reasons to say he wants to be back. Why push it? They're awful. Go get yourself the number one pick. You know, maybe Caleb Williams is, in, is out there for you or maybe somebody else. Uh, no, 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 no. Kyler Murray should not come back. He's little. He's fragile. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't understand the rush here, particularly if I'm the Cardinals in their staff. I tell Kyler to take his time. Look, yeah. it's entirely possible, to your point, J-Rod, they could be like 1-5, and 2-5 and five to start the season. You talk about schedules. Okay, they go to Washington week one. We can talk about teams from the Pacific time zone going east and how that affects things. Maybe not as big a deal in the opener. But then all of a sudden, Giants, Cowboys, Niners, Bengals, uh, a trip to L.A. for the Rams. Okay, we'll, th- we'll, we'll call that a toss-up if you want to. Uh, and then they go back home where the Bengals are waiting for them uh, at, at one point. It's, or, excuse me, they, they go to Seattle after that. It, point being, this is not a cupcake schedule for the Cardinals, especially early. Let Kyler Murray make sure he's all the way back and fully 100%. If you really believe in him, and, and I think the Cardinals do, rightly or wrongly, they believe in Kyler Murray. I would be very clear with him to not rush back as much as he may want to. He does not need to be in there week one. So it's admirable, the goal, if that's what it is for Kyler Murray, to get back there as soon as possible. But I tell him, GTFO, take your time. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think I'm more inclined to try and talk myself into backing the Cardinals if Colt McCoy is starting week one. We've seen him do this before, but like that that offensive line, if there's one strength of Washington, it's that D-line. I just hate that matchup for the Cardinals, so probably not touching it. Um, so That might be the, will... the, the least bet survivor bet that week, by the way. <laughs> yes. Cardinals commanders. Yeah. Rookie, no, well, rookie 
quarterback. Tough to trust that in a survivor spot, too. Um, all right. Steve Sarkeesian is saying he wants a Big 12 title as a send-off as Texas and Oklahoma head to the SEC. Texas is the conference favorite in the Big 12 at plus 105. Oklahoma behind them at plus 340. So, Chris, GTFR, oh, yeah. Texas rides off into the sunset with a Big 12 title. I'm going to say, oh, yeah. I think it's happening. I look at the schedule. I look at the uh, the increasing number of soft spots on the Big 12 slate when you start to roll uh, the, 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 the Houston's and BYU's in there. I understand they both had their bright spots in the past few years, but I really think this sets up nicely when I look at this game. Other than the, the Week 2 game, against Bama, right? On the, on the road to Tuscaloosa. I don't think anybody's expecting them to win that one. And Oklahoma, other than that, eh, is TCU going to be the same? Probably not. I look at their schedule, and I see a bunch of dubs here, guys. And I see maybe one conference loss. Maybe one conference loss. Baylor, Oklahoma. Other than that, I think you've got a Texas team that's primed to go on a run, go – Eight and one, maybe nine and zero oh in the Big Twelve. Yeah, and exit the Big Twelve as the reigning champs. They're going to take the belt. They're going to walk off and and walk off to the SEC. They're going to walk onto TV and drop it in a trash can. Right there's your belt <laughs> right there. Take that, Big Twelve. See, I, I'm going to say GTFO, but not because I don't think Texas can do it. Because I think they will do it. I say G, I say that because I think that Sark knowing he is the prohibitive favorite in this division. And so you say those things because you know you're going to win it. I, I, you know, it's a good way to, to, to get the fan base involved. I mean, they're plus 120 to win the Big 12, minus 135 at over nine and a half wins, 22 to one to win the Natty. Okay, maybe that's a bit much, but you know they're going to win it. So to sit there and be like, boy, it sure would be great. You know you're going to do it. So quit pandering, Sark. Come on. All right, moving on to back to the NFL. Dallas Goddard, who has some interesting takes on some other things that we'll get to later. (laughs) But he says, in this case, that Jalen Hurts is a top-two quarterback. I guess there's an argument to be made, but J-Rod, Hurts is a top-two quarterback in the NFL, GTFO or oh, yeah. He is a top-two quarterback in, you know, in the city of Philadelphia, in the state of Pennsylvania, GTFO. I mean, listen, he's it's his teammate. He's got to say that stuff, right? And listen, I'm not saying he he isn't worthy of of all the love and the flowers and the any adoration. Maybe a top five, but there's a guy by the name of Joe Burrow. There's you know, there's a guy by the name of Justin Herbert. There's a guy by the name of Josh Allen. You know, those guys are very good as well. Again, not trying to disrespect Jalen Hurts. Maybe a three, if definitely a top five. Not a top two. Top two in the NFC? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you, Goddard. Top two in the league? What GTFO. Man, do, do Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and, and Josh Allen all still play football? Right? Yes, they do. In that case, Jalen Hurts, I'm sorry, is no better than fourth. I, maybe on a good day. Maybe on a good day where Josh Allen is throwing the football all over the place and being turnover happy Josh Allen, you could convince me that Hurts is third. But nobody, as long as Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are throwing footballs in the NFL, is going to crack the top two. I just don't believe it. And I won't believe it until something crazy happens to prove me wrong. So you're right, J-Rod. 
Goddard has to talk up his QB. I get it. It's your guy. It's my quarterback, man. I totally understand what he's doing, but top two in the NFC, I can get on board with. Top two in the league, GTFO. And the odds for MVP reflect exactly what you're saying, what you guys are both saying. I mean, Jalen Hurts listed at fourth uh, shortest odds for MVP at uh, plus 1,100, and that is behind Mahomes, mm-hmm. Burrow, and Allen. He is the shortest odds in the NFC, and honestly, the next – it goes – Six AFC quarterbacks behind Hertz is Herbert, Lawrence, and Lamar. And then Aaron Rodgers, AFC now, Tua, Justin Fields, next shortest, tied with Dash in the NFC for for MVP. Interesting. Uh, Let's jump ahead a little off the board-ish, but not exactly sure whose candidate this is, but I'm interested. Wheaties are an awfully overrated cereal. Breakfast of champions, my ass. This feels like a Chris one. GTFO. Okay. <laughs> it feels like a Chris one. <laughs> Three days on BetQL Daily. Paul's like, I know where the hell this one came from. Um, yeah. yeah, this is a Chris one. So it's big news here in Pittsburgh in particular where I'm located. And I think around the, the NFL world, the sports world. Oh, the Watt brothers are on a Wheaties box together. Isn't oh, that God. cool? JJ, JJ Watt did a, a fun little social media video the other day. Him looking at the box and, oh, phew, look, my, my little brother had to get in on my Wheaties box with me. I got three DPOYs. He's only got one. Kidding around, having fun with it. He pours the Wheaties in a bowl. You know what J.J. Watt didn't do on that social media video, guys? He didn't actually eat the Wheaties. You know why? Because <laughs> Wheaties are trash. I'd rather have Belushi's Little Chocolate Donuts from SNL back in the 70s. Those are the real breakfast, the champions, my friend. Give me a hard-boiled egg. Give me just about anything, a protein shake. Wheaties, breakfast, the champions, my ass is why I say that, because A, they're bland. Two, the instant the milk touches them, they turn into mush. I remember, I said this to Chelsea and Jenks earlier when I talked to them, but for anybody who may have missed it, I was so excited when I was a kid. Penguins won the Stanley Cup, right? We'd been he, in Pittsburgh. Penguins fans worldwide had been talking about Mario Lemieux as the greatest hockey player, uh, even better than Wayne Gretzky in some cases. He got screwed out of the Hart Trophy in 1989. I'll take that to my grave. Uh, and when he finally won a Stanley Cup, we're like, "This is great." He's on the Wheaties box. Him and Yarmir Yager. Let's go buy it. I took it home. I put the cereal in the bowl. I was a Frosted Flakes kid. I had no idea they made cereal without sugar infused in it. I nearly gagged Wheaties, please. Terrible. GTFO with your Wheaties. Sorry, I went on a bit of a rant there. I have slander. All cereal is trash. All cereal. Oh, trash. not wrong. Not wrong. Basuda. G-T-F-O. <laughs> give me something else. Give me, like, give me some toast with butter. Give me some cafecito. Give me a bagel. Give me a donut. Give me all cereal. Basuda. Wait, J-Rod, when you were a kid, a bowl of Fruity Pebbles, Fruit Loops, something extra sugary, even Captain Crunch if it was cutting up the roof of your mouth. I'm Cuban. It, breakfast looked like yeah. Thanksgiving Day every morning. <laughs> Eggs and bacon and <laughs> piled to the roof. Ste- steak, steaks for you- breakfast. And then you got that ham sandwich with mayo and you were done for the day. Right, that was the dichotomy of it. And then a ham sandwich <laughs> with mayonnaise on white bread for lunch. What happened? BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, I told you we'd go off the rails. Aliens and how you can bet on them alongside J-Rod. I'm Chris Mack. It's BetQL Daily 